Okay, welcome back everybody. We made it through another week and this is another episode of Hanging with Monster. We are up to episode number 50 and I've been wanting to do this episode for a while with this guy, uh, Mr. Terry Morrow. If you grew up in the Joliet area, um, I'm sure you know him through the music scene if you followed that. Uh, Knew him through... uh, Battle of the Bands in uh, Joliet West High School, and uh, we've been friends for come some 20-some years later now. Uh, he has a musical that he's written called The Ritual, and we f- we first get into uh, how he got into music in the first place and kind of where it's brought him to where he is today, picking up a guitar and you know, going through bands such as Ryan's Hope and then the Reaganomics, which he still does today. You can see him still doing the Reaganomics here and there. They still do shows. But he's also uh, teach music as well. And so we get into that and some more. So sit back, relax, and listen to this episode of Haney with Monster. And let's crank them new jams. And here we go. We could do this then. Thank you, Terry Morrow, for doing this uh, for me today. Thanks for having me, man. Very uh, happy to be here. Come to come to hang with the monster. <laughs> yes, like old times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could start uh, with a brief introduction, I guess. Uh, then how uh, we know each other. Uh, I think it was shoot. Your so how I think I officially have met you. Um, uh, so. <laughs> we had uh, a band uh, down to none. I think it was my very first band. And uh, we had a bass player, Chris Isabelli. <laughs> yes, yes. He was like, yeah, uh, I'm in high school and we're having a uh, battle of the bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, good old Joliet West. <laughs> Shout out yep. to that place. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, well, let's just go and uh, set up and play some songs. <laughs> And yep. then I, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we played we played there. We played like uh I think it was a system of a down song that we played, which like some other band had played the same exact song. <laughs> it was like the year of Chop Suey. It was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the like Nirvana cover bands were playing Chop Suey, like <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, well. Chris, they're they're playing the song we're we're gonna play. Like I don't I don't. <laughs> this is silly now. <laughs> so we did that, and like all the bands played, and then uh, and then like I remember like I don't know who hopped on, but just like at the end, like people started just playing, and it was like hate breed songs and stuff at the end. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we did Last Breath by Hate Breed, and, and yeah. Greg, Greg was with me, and we just sort of like traded drum kits and it was yeah. like you know this hate song do you know this hate <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> which is my kind of get together by the way <laughs> how many hate songs can we get through you know yeah right and i was just like holy shit someone knows hate breed awesome i like this dude <laughs> totally right off the bat like so that was like uh the 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 brief uh introduction to each other and then we had our very first show uh with you guys uh as bound yeah, <laughs> at uh, R- Reggie's Rock House <laughs> out in Aurora. <laughs> yeah, Riley's Rock House. Remember that? Yeah, um, yeah, Lake yeah. Oh. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. So that that was uh, uh, yeah. After that, I 
followed mm-hmm. you guys, and then uh, Bound turned into Ryan's Hope. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you guys have been uh, playing as uh, the four the four piece crew for like twenty some years now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. You, Greg, you, Greg, Nick, and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's all it's been, man, for for decades. It's weird yeah. to say, but it's it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure <laughs> even uh, going to I don't know whose apartment it was, but it was right off of uh, Black Road. Hmm. Um, I don't oh, know. Yeah, it, knows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the the house parties, kind of out there, and <laughs> yeah. a lot of a lot of memories, a lot of fuzzy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The uh, yeah, the shows, the VFW uh, shows everywhere, uh, Wilmington and Joliet, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember even talking, even like... meeting like uh, the people who would come to see you, like becoming <laughs> friends with with them people as well so yeah yeah it was a total networking fest it was like hey you yeah. got a you got a hall you uh can we play can we charge five bucks at the door and like yeah. do it yeah and, yeah yeah cool <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> so that's how we know each other it's been uh yeah and then um well we can get into the rest of it later but uh <laughs> I, I ask you uh how you got into music uh i guess in the first place yeah, um, man. I mean, I, as long as I can remember, as long as I have memories, they've they've yeah. mostly been musical memory. Like my earliest musical memories are like my dad playing like Peter Gabriel at at dinner time, uh, oh. like last the So album. Like <laughs> I being like, we can't talk. It's pretty loud. Like, <laughs> yeah. table, like I'm going through something, man. Like <laughs> the music is drowning us out, Dad. Do you yeah, not want to like, talk? <laughs> You got Red Rain by Peter Gabriel just blaring in the kitchen, and you're like, well, okay, school was good today. (laughs) Hey, uh, listen to me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait, I like this part. I like this part. (laughs) Hold on, the part's coming, right? Um, Red Rain. (laughs) All day. And and, and Pink Floyd, for sure. My my dad has music, uh, and and he would wake me up to, like, Alice Cooper, uh, one of my faintest (laughs) earliest musical memories was getting up for school and my dad would uh play i love the dead by alice cooper oh yeah like get this close to my ear oh. and just i love the dead like every morning <laughs> and i'd be like i would i would think uh school's out for the summer would be would be that you'd think but the yeah, obvious I mean, one <laughs> he was more into like tormenting me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so didn't he uh was- recently get like a pink floyd tattoo or something or yeah, he and I went together. Um, you know, yeah. we, that, that's our number one, uh, our number one band in, in our lives. I think my dad and I, um, uh-huh. so he, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, uh, yeah. And I got this little piggy from the Animals album. Uh, okay. We together because it's, you know, yeah. so many years of just like, we we keep going to see Roger Waters live. We, we uh-huh. did the, and the wall tour. Every time he shows up, we're like, take my money. Let, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we uh, Pink Floyd's been a, a huge one. And then um, I think early on, too, like, I, I remember my dad had, like, a VHS of the Woodstock movie. Okay. And I remember sort of fast forwarding through a lot of it, like, oh, it's like hippie shit or whatever. But, yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> but then when I saw <laughs> Hendrix on there, uh-huh. playing, like, uh, you know, obviously the Star Spangled Banner, but just, like, watching Hendrix make deafening noise. Okay. Uh, in front of all those people, it was like, whoa, I, it just blew yeah. my head off. Um, yeah. And got really into Jimi Hendrix, like learning about feedback and learning about distortion and felt like the wah wah pedal alone. Uh, yeah. From there, it was like Billy Corgan. Like when I got into the pumpkins, I was like, I felt like he kind of took that Hendrix mentality oh, yeah. of, I'm going to make noise. I'm going to bend the shit out. You're going to yeah. hurt when you listen to it. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Gish. <laughs> yeah, the Gish, all Gish album. <laughs> all day, man. Just yeah. nasty feedback, nasty bends. And uh, that that definitely attracted me to the guitar early on. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a uh, musical genius when it comes to that stuff. I believe. For sure. There's uh, so many out there. Definitely. The, the, and then uh, what you probably got into uh, some some hardcore during uh, the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, late 90s, early 2000s was like uh snapcase uh the whole uh-huh. victory records thing i mean uh-huh 
about that dude like oh yeah volume three i remember we went ice skating once and uh some my old friend justin white what up yeah justin, uh <laughs> a copy of the cd victory style three and yeah then, like, every track on it was like i love this band i i'm obsessed with it i love thumb like i don't i just love thumb but they were on the comp you know? <laughs> yeah 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 face earth crisis strife Hey, uh, voice it's fire like all those bands i was like wait a second there's like a scene here there's like yeah yeah and the lyrics and you're like yo this is like really affirmative this is like yeah. kind of exciting because they sound <laughs> uh-huh. really angry on the surface but they're they're talking all this existential stuff and they're talking about like identity and autonomy and that's yeah i mean kind of on the snap case the first oh yeah Heck the yeah. Art, uh yeah. tattoo it's progression <laughs> It's like my all-time favorite album. Oh yeah, for sure. Those guys are great too. And I, I believe they were uh, either just did uh, some shows like where they're from uh, recently or something like that. Yeah, they've been a little more active. Greg uh, got to see him with with Tanya, his wife, and um, dude, he was like, they were unbelievable. They were. Yeah, they I, I never got to see them live because it was it was like when I was getting into it as like when they. Uh, well, I first got into them, you know, uh, like you did, uh, you know, the victory samples and stuff like that. But I never really was like into them, into them. And I kind of always figured, oh, I'll, I'll catch them. I'll catch them. And then, you know, the first album goes by. The second album goes by. Third album goes by. It's like, oh, we're done playing stuff. I was like, ah, shit. I should have got into them. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I missed out. <laughs> Yeah, but you were digging into other stuff that that. Oh there. yeah, there was so much Not stuff at that time too. <laughs> they that came out. It was Victory. It was Trust Kill. It was Equal Vision. It was, you know, so many labels. Just like, boom! This is what the kids are into. <laughs> we're gonna jam it down your throats. <laughs> yes, and I, and I loved it, man. It was just yeah, so exciting. Yeah, because I was the same same like you. Like I never uh, knew about like an actual like music scene. And then, like, you know, seeing, like, you guys play as, like, Ryan's Hope and such like that, I was like, wait, kids can do this? They can, like, rent out uh, VFWs and, and set up and play, and people actually come? And, and I was like, That's holy shit. Like, yeah. you go to a few hardcore shows, and you see how simple and, like, primal it is. It's like, yeah. these dudes are selling their own merch at the table, and they're, yeah, then they're on stage, and then they're talking to you after, and you're like, I'm talking to them. I bought a hoodie from the singer of Snap. <laughs> Yeah. Like I think that that motivated us to like you know in our in our hometown in our area to like yeah busy and like try yeah. to just build a build a culture or build a scene or something down there. Right, right. It was total uh, DIY, and everybody kind of knew everyone from going to all the shows, and yeah. and you know just just like seeing the other uh you know the other bands become fans of the bands that they go and see and you know it was like okay i oh i know you from that band oh yeah i know you oh yeah i know you that was total awesome it totally <laughs> was. It was great <laughs> yeah so uh you, you kind of touched on uh some of your musical influence starting with um uh pink floyd and then uh billy corgan mm-hmm. it, uh where did it go uh from there is that kind of like your major influences um i mean yeah early on those were for sure and and then um you know i had i have an older sister and she when she got into high school she got really into musicals and and broadway oh yeah Um, and that's that's when i sort of fell in love with that side of things too she was in the choir um and i was still in like like i think when she was a freshman i must have been in sixth or seventh grade and so i was seeing her like get on stage and, and be like in a choir robe with like 50 other people. Yeah. And I thought it was so badass. Like there was a <laughs> choir director up there, like being the MC, it just seemed really different from what I was used to. Um, yeah. And so that sort of planted the seed of like, wow, I really like enjoy choral music and, and harmonies and tech and big ensembles of voices. Yeah. And, um, and, and then, yeah, just, I, I think that was like the Broadway in, indoctrination. <laughs> <laughs> just had like a rent poster up in her room and i'm like what's rent oh my god swear they're swearing yeah right and then you know there was also uh there, there was some major like metal stuff happening and, and punk rock too where i just 
just over the years, it, it, it all became relevant to me. Like if yeah. it was heavy as, as hell and I was like enjoying that great. Yeah. Or if it was like a, a, a super tender ballad from a musical that hit me the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sort of became like, like I love everything. Kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even when I listen to like uh, Metallica, when they play with the orchestra background and, uh, when uh, the guy from System of a Down uh, kind of did it as well, it, it like it like takes the music and makes it like ten times more than what it originally was. Yeah, it can it can really enhance, you know, just or just retell what what you yeah. know what your favorite songs are now reimagined, and you're like, right, you know, you never really consider that lens before, but you're like, damn, yeah. this is powerful, right? Yeah, and it doesn't work. Sometimes it's a hot mess, and you're like, wow, <laughs> never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tried <laughs> it, it up, quite man. didn't hit the mark. <laughs> like some of those songs on S and M Metallica, I'm like, what? <laughs> but others are like really powerful, you know. So yeah, 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 it gets the hairs hair stand for sure yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so then when did um uh guitar come into play for you in in your life then uh i was nine years old when i got um i used my dad's old acoustic and my dad basically said um you know we, we kind of agreed like i would play it that one for a few months or a year and just kind of feel it out and then yeah. when i turned 10 i got my first electric guitar okay uh, and again, that was like, all I wanted to do was learn like the national anthem, the Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Cry baby. Wah. And I just yeah. kind of, I played that at Bicentennial Park. <laughs> I, I was going to ask if you were ever, ever like asked to, to play it anywhere or anything. I, well, I was 10 years old and um, oh. I must've been a little older because yeah. I think 14 or 15, uh, Greg uh, Altop and I, I keep seeing Greg. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna love that. Um, I keep uh, like we we had the same guitar teacher. Yeah, uh, Jay was his name, and um, at George K's music. And, okay, and and Jay was like, you got to meet Greg. Like Jay was like, you guys, you guys would vibe together, whatever. And um, he introduced Greg and I, who's now you know one of my best friends, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, we we played at Bicentennial Park. He got us a gig, and we were like, what? So we have to wear like. <laughs> collared shirts we have to like it was like going to you know you're 14 13 yeah. whatever, I don't remember the age yeah. so we're like i think i wore like a silk shirt like a button <laughs> like, <laughs> some weird like TJ formal <laughs> formal wear <laughs> formal pre-teens with <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that was where uh where i got to play the the anthem and i just i taped it on a cassette because i was like i'm gonna play the hendrix version and yeah there was actually thunder like on the recording because there was like a storm way beyond like where. Oh, we were, wow. And I was like, that's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, it, yeah, it was raining, I think, when he did it or something, too. It, yeah, I think. Yeah. It and, Woodstock. <laughs> so I, I took that very seriously, dude. I was, <laughs> I was like, man, this is everything. I got a gig. I'm with Greg now. and We're like playing guitars. And uh, I got my crybaby wah pedals. So, oh shoot you know between like nine and 13 was like this massive awakening of like i love the guitar like yeah the guitar is actually serving as a outlet for me like uh -huh. which, like the first time in my life i could acknowledge something feeling good and appreciated yeah. like uh -huh. you know what I mean? like i'm putting something out there and someone claps even if it's yeah. like my mom you know yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's like an artist uh, discovering, you know, you can do art shows and people actually see your stuff now and appreciate right. it. <laughs> yeah. And not that that's like, you know, the only the only thing it's about. But but when you're just starting out uh -huh. and, you're, and you're just like feeling out the whole thing of like, I'm going to perform now. Like, yeah, um, that that does change you, man. When it's like even one person is like, damn, nice yeah. job. Or you get yeah. that that was cool and you're like yeah. what me like <laughs> <laughs> me I'm, I'm just doing something i like right exactly <laughs> yeah from from the, where then uh did uh actual band come into play yeah um <laughs> well again back to greg uh we had the same teacher and we found ourselves playing together all the time in our basements we got a, we invested in a strobe light okay so we, <laughs> we it's serious now <laughs> yeah now we're going right in our, <laughs> our carpeted uh or unfinished basements sometimes uh just uh -huh. rocking out 
putting yeah. a video camera up and uh and being like all right you ready let's go and put the strobe light on and then nick uh nick got a base my my dear friend nick who i've known since i was three years old yeah uh, he got a base so we yeah. were like oh, we got two guitars and a bass now and uh <laughs> we threw down and, and would videotape ourselves playing just drop d like yeah turn every pedal we would get like collect boss pedals and just turn them on all and yeah uh, and make noise and then it wasn't until uh i mentioned justin earlier um yeah. mega talented drummer and um i met him because i think i think we met in summer school or something uh -huh. we both had to, like take a history course or we had to take something oh no <laughs> we were really upstanding students obviously <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he was like, yeah, I live over, I live by Pizza Hut. And I'm like, I'm always at that Pizza Hut. So we went <laughs> over there and that dude blew my head off. He was young. He was our age, but he was like a consummate musician. He was like, yeah. he just had it. on the yeah. So yeah. we had this moment, me, Nick and Greg were like, dude, Justin, what's up with Justin? He's insane. Peace. And yeah. uh, that got us started, you know, writing our own originals and which that would become the, the hardcore band Bound that we. Bound, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was a. Uh, it got all kickstarted because he was like a, a <laughs> just such a good drummer. And yeah, we, we were like trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, yeah I got riffs too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the earliest earliest stage, and we played together for for many years. And that would uh, lead into a high school band. High school. Yeah, for uh, sure. Where did it uh, kind of go after high school then? Yeah. Um, you know, when we're, what, what year was it? I'm trying to think when we're 19 and 20, that's when, um, that's when we started, uh, playing as Ryan's hope. And that was when, uh, Greg sort of moved to the drum position. Greg was playing more and more drums. We all kind of did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, off and in on. Justin's basement. We'd like trade instruments and that's where <laughs> we learned to drum. Like we, yeah. I learned a lot about bass just from sitting on Nick's bass, you know? Yeah. Um, so we kind of all were just like, it, it was like this workshop. I mean, we're total goofball, like geeks in the basement, but we were learning. <laughs> we right, were, right, we were, right. Like, giving feedback. We were like sharing each other's like, oh, check this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's where you learn. Yeah. In the basement and, you know, try exactly. it all out. <laughs> yeah. And we finally had like a bass and a drum kit and like equipment. So we're like, yeah. you know, it was just this hotbed of learning, like as cheesy as that sounds like. No. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it, around, I think it was maybe 2002 was when, um, we lost a dear friend, Ryan McCarroll. And, yeah. uh, we, uh, we were kind of, uh, all going through that loss together, um, and, and kind of grieving. And coincidentally at that time we were starting to write like more, um, I guess like, I guess more like friendly than what we had been doing. We'd been doing like really noisy, hardcore music uh, with bound. Yeah. And we were like, wait, I really love Weezer. I really love Jimmy mm -hmm. Eat world. I really love yeah. this whole other side. Yeah. Uh, so we were like, why don't we write? Why don't we like yeah. put a, a minute and a half song together and see what happens. So that right. was what would become Ryan's hope. We named the band Ryan's hope and um, started like really working at that with Greg on drums and, uh, and Nick on bass and me assuming the vocals and, and the guitar. So, yeah. we kinda, and then, for, you know, Ryan's hope was, was it for us for many years after that, we, we worked really hard at it. Yeah. We, we got out there and played some shows and did some like work tour stuff and, and went on tour and uh, tried and we put out yeah. a few albums and I keep saying tried because that was like the, it was a real effort. It was like, I didn't, I didn't do college right out of high school. I felt right. like, we should get a van and and we should try yeah uh, yeah yeah so we did and uh, uh -huh. yeah i remember yeah. seeing you at uh warp tour and and such yeah for sure <laughs> i was like was wait someone i know is gonna be on the stage and i'm like oh the hell? i was thinking that too <laughs> i was like what are you doing here man <laughs> <laughs> i was like heck yeah i'm all about it <laughs> yeah dude it, it was uh we had some really good times like with ryan's help it was like so much newness again it was like all learning it was the it was the three of us like it was one big adventure like yeah. like i don't know what this is but dude we'll be there on time and we'll yeah. be semi in tune and we'll uh. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah those were such great times and then uh yeah you had said that you had hadn't gone to uh college right after high school so when when did that come into play 
Yeah, um, I went back to school. Well, I, I knocked out a couple gen eds um, just at the, the community college nearby. Yeah. Uh, and then like there was like a bit of a lull there. It was like, I don't know what where I'm going to go or or if I'm going to go back. I think. Yeah, because. Yeah, because. Yeah, that's another weird story. Like bumping in you at Westwood. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. What? <laughs> I, I know. Keep bumping, right? in, bumping into this guy. <laughs> you keep meeting. It's like, yeah. What's yeah. Um, so, yeah, awesome. that, that was like a pre- before I went back to to get my my teaching certificate and all that, I, we yeah. did. I, went, I attended Westwood College. If you remember those old commercials where they're like, "We're gonna get you a job." You're gonna, <laughs> oh you're gonna oh have my god! You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, we learned. You know, graphic design there. We did Photoshop, and yeah. and uh, it was a like a two year program, I think. Yeah. So finish that up, and uh, <laughs> and then it was like I remember having a conversation about like. I think I want to teach. And that, <laughs> yeah. And that's where, um, yeah, I was going to ask how, how that uh, started then too. Cause I was like, well, I knew he was into Westwood and now, now he's like teaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I just remember like I had a, I had a friend named, uh, Nick and, uh, not, not the one Nick I mentioned, but a different <laughs> Nick. He was like, so many Nicks. So many Nicks. So little time. <laughs> and he was like, can you show me how to play like uh, Harvester of Sorrow or like some Metallica it, song? And I was like, sure, dude. Yeah. And then uh, I remember just really enjoying like walking him through how to play the riff and how to like, it wasn't Harvest. It was some Metallica riff. It was like a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, like the first person I sat down with and taught. Uh-huh. That might yeah. have been. 18 or 19 then maybe okay. maybe 17 i don't know it's a blur but yeah. <laughs> uh, that was when i was like damn i kind of like this you know and um eventually that shop george k's that i mentioned earlier uh right me to teach and i had like suddenly 55 new students and I oh got to, wow they were booking and i was like <laughs> they trust me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah so no, yeah so. you you went from uh being a, a musician to now uh teaching others how to do it Right. For sure. And um, it it worked out pretty cool because they were flexible. Like we would go play a bunch of shows or, or, or record with the band. And then when I'd be home or around um, I would teach, you know, and they're pretty flexible with me. And I started to really love teaching and I started to really feel like maybe I had a knack for it. Like, like as far as um, just being, being uh, good at it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Like, Uh not feeling like I was a joke. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Other, other paths I was looking at where I'm like, I, if this is not me, I can't do it. You know, hey. or I just don't want to. Yeah. But teaching felt good. And, and yeah. my dad was a teacher um, and then a principal a superintendent. He was always in education. Okay. So, um, I think, you know, visiting his classrooms as a kid and, and just being in the buildings in the summer, my sister and I would like use the stage wherever he was teaching and uh-huh. put on shows and make videotapes. And oh, wow, so that's schools, awesome! Yeah, it's like <laughs> schools have always been a part of the equation, like just being in a classroom. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's kind of never been foreign. Yeah, and then, yeah, to, to go from uh, you know, doing your own music to then teaching someone how to kind of do what you had to learn by yourself. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of crazy <laughs> to go from that. And okay, this is how I did it. I don't know if this is how you do it, but this is how I did it. So let me show you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a whole lot. It's just like starting the band that, that learning experience of like, wow, um, everything just felt new and fresh and it's yeah. like, I'm going to fail at certain things, but, but at least I'm here trying and yeah, being a learner the whole time and trying to like pick things up. <laughs> yeah well we're uh, about halfway into this uh i know this is all going um to a, a point of talking uh about uh, putting it all together and doing a musical uh w- you did send me two songs i'm gonna play one uh now for everyone to listen to um and we can come back and and touch into that uh this track is Tessie Hutchinson. Uh, you want to you want to talk a little bit uh, about that before I play it? Yeah, sure. Um, so over the pandemic, I I, I tapped in <laughs> to the basement. Uh, yeah. I lived there like everyone else. Um, yeah. I started writing a musical, which is something I've always wanted to do, 
And um, it's I just a few weeks ago finished all the writing and demoing of it. So the song we're going to play from it uh, is called Tessie Hutchinson, like you said. Uh And uh, it's basically introducing the main character of the show, Tessie. And she is um, she's part of the system in this small town where she's not challenged. She's not happy. She's really troubled, honestly. Um, And this is her laying it out for the audience, introducing herself. Uh, I think the first line sums it up. My name is Tessie Hutchinson and I hate it here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to it uh, last night uh, as I was getting uh, everything ready and stuff. Yeah. It was really good. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna jam that, and and you'll get to know her a little bit, and and the uh, surrounding uh, town that she's li- she's living in, and uh-huh. wraps up with this line: "No triumph, no tragedy, no friends, no enemies." Meaning, she's just feeling stuck in this place in her life, and she's frustrated by that, and it's uh, it's kind of a dark time for Tessie Hutchinson. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna listen to that now, and we will be back to talk more with Terry Morrow. And we are uh, back, and that was Tessie Hutchinson. Uh, that was one of the songs for the musical that uh, Mr. Terry Morrow has written and composed and putting all together. The reason why we're, we're having this conversation, we talked about uh, teaching guitar and becoming a music teacher. So is that uh, what you're doing um, as of recently? Is it a full-on... Te- it's gone from just teaching guitar to... Well, what is it today? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot of things. Um, definitely doing uh, over the summer. I do some like um, for my students who just graduated high school. Uh, we yeah. do some college prep type things uh, for those who are going into music. So a big thing is like when you're a freshman in college and you're in music, um, it can be pretty scary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of the 
theory and, and sight singing and sight reading requirements. So been doing some of that, like mentoring uh, over the summer and uh, still doing guitar, uh, yeah. drums and some voice lessons too. Okay. Um, and those have been mostly via Zoom. I've had a couple in-person uh, yeah. sessions over the summer, but now uh, that we're back at, at work, I work at Back of the Arts High School um, on the south side of Chicago. Okay. And you just went back this past week. Um, yeah. They call it week zero. So it's the week uh, where all the teachers are in the zone. We start, <laughs> talking, we start sharing, no yeah. kids here. And then uh, on Monday, we'll, we'll welcome our crew, uh, our whole new batch of students into the building. And I'll be teaching choir, well, beginning uh, choir, advanced choir, and then a class called electronic music, where we do uh, like MIDI compositions. And we learn about, uh, we learn theory, but we do it in a, like a digital platform. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and how, how did that, uh, spark, is that j just from uh, teaching the guitar and you wanted to uh, uh, reach out to more students and just teach more, more than just guitar, teach music in general? Yeah, I think um, when I, you know, got my teaching certificate, which was like 11 years ago now. Oh, my God. Crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do these interviews and people start to date themselves. It's like, oh, yeah. wow, I've been doing this for that long. <laughs> must be an error there. I don't know. <laughs> an extra uh, one or something. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just sort of like, uh, you know, that having been in a band and, and having a very unreliable income and and no benefits <laughs> yeah just like being like i hope i can eat tonight uh or maybe maybe i won't eat tonight but at least we'll get to cincinnati by 1 a.m like that was <laughs> that was like the mentality uh that gets a little tiresome especially when you're you know thinking about starting a life and starting a family and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, uh, getting married and, and having a family. It's like, Oh, your priorities kind of. <laughs> they do. They should. And I think for all, all of us, we started feeling that a little bit like, okay, like, and it, it, it wasn't that we were any less creative or, or, or inspired to create, but it was right. more like, okay. Yeah. Like you said, a priority shift a little bit where um, it was like, this has to, uh, this has to be lucrative. It has to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stressing about certain things. So um, benefits and <laughs> all that adulting stuff, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. 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 Stability. And I'm like, if the only way I can really do that and still have this outlet and, and get this excitement and the enthusiasm I have out would be to, to teach and, um, and to try to build, you know, we talked about building the culture or building a scene, like, yeah. locally with shows and vfw halls it's not far removed from what what i i'm trying to do as a teacher it's like well this is yeah. what we do here yeah uh, we're we're a community we we listen to each other we laugh we uh, we <laughs> learn you know it's it's all those things so for me it felt like a natural uh a natural tra transition are you the the jack black of the school of rock <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get people saying like, cause I haven't seen school of rock. And oh, are, really? How, how dare you? Like people get really upset with me when I, when I haven't seen it. I've heard the musical. Cause you know, that came out and I was like, even the musical, I was like, okay, got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they, they actually do have like school of rocks. You know, they have one in Plainfield. They have one in, um, I believe Naperville and uh, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I think that's super rad, you know, young people picking up guitars and having to listen to a drummer. That's badass. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, like that's a life skill. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's yeah. That's what the, what the movie was, was all about. I know because you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a little more into it than just that, but that, that's the main general idea of that. It's like, Hey, Show yeah. up and make noise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so how has the um, the music and the teaching uh, been coming uh, along? Found your groove in it all? and Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been at uh, Back There's High School for, this is my seventh year there. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm, it's a great place to be. Um, the, the fine arts team and my fellow teachers who teach art and, and music yeah. and dance and performing arts and everybody's super cool and everybody's super supportive. And um, it's, you know, I've been there seven years for a reason. I, I really do yeah. enjoy work. I, I enjoy the students. I enjoy the facilities, everything about it. 
there's opportunity there. We got a beautiful auditorium where we can put on shows. And so uh, it's been it, growing, going great. Um, yeah. Just seeing like uh, your stories and uh, videos and such like Instagram and Facebook, it seems like you really enjoy it and, and uh, are doing good things out there. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah. It's, it's definitely fun and it's definitely like a ever evolving thing. And that's uh-huh. what I like about it. It's, you know, we're not married to one format. It's like, what are we doing this year? Well, let's see who's in my class. And we'll <laughs> yeah. adapt accordingly, you know, <laughs> are you the cool teacher? All the kids uh, can't wait to have uh, your class. It's like, Oh, <laughs> I can't, exactly. can't wait till such and such time. I get to go hang with Mr. Morrow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely, I definitely will say the kids are, are, are awesome at our school. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm that guy or, or not, <laughs> but I do know that, the vibe that we have in the classroom is always solid and it's always yeah. like, hey cool what are we doing today like yeah yeah it's like kind of like a shared i picture it like a episode of glee for some reason and it's like <laughs> <laughs> we're I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah hold up all right guys we got sectionals <laughs> coming up what are we <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> that has been me a few times like <laughs> flat you know <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, you've been teaching. And then what did spark the whole uh, musical idea then? How did that come into play? Um, yeah, man. Musicals are, have always been a, a huge love of mine since, like I said, back when my sister had that rent poster up and I saw yeah. Layman's, uh with like a third grade field trip. And I was like, what is this? It was just uh, so big. And yeah, like, it felt like everything I loved about like, rock and roll but like tripled because there were costumes and there was like dialogue and it was like watching a live movie um and i've just been so attracted to musicals forever uh as long as i can remember and Uh and, um my my whole thing has been like i want to make one one day i I had this idea like i wanted to do like a sci-fi musical (laughs) for like many (laughs) years and try to like have this like futuristic like sci-fi theme because i love all the alien movies i always think about (laughs) alien uh i love all those movies um and uh and then it's funny i look at like my history on like time hop Mm -hmm. of like things i've posted and it'll be like 12 years ago and it'll be like what are some stories you think would translate well to a musical? And then a few people comment and I'm like, cool, thanks. You know? And then five years ago, well, I kind of want to write a musical. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the air forever. Right. And <laughs> you it see wasn't that, until, the yeah. evolution hops up on your computer. <laughs> it does. And yeah. it's funny because, you know, it, it's always just been there. It's always been, well, maybe, maybe this can happen. And the pandemic as, as awful as it was and as isolating as it was and just sad in so many ways yeah, um, that opened a door for me to actually be like, what do I want to do? Like I uh-huh. have a moment, I have time. Yeah. To do this. Um, and so this really was a pandemic project an idea um, yeah. it started with, with this little black notebook that I got at Walgreens last year. <laughs> uh-huh. And I sat in my front yard while my kids were like looking at ants on the sidewalk with like, <laughs> with like magn- like magnifying glasses, like just checking out bugs. And yeah. I started going through and texting friends and coworkers like, Hey, um, you know, do you have any favorite stories or favorite, anything that you think could translate or like anything from like folklore or like yeah. mythology? Because some, yeah. you know, one of my current favorite musicals is Hades town and it's all about uh, Persephone and Hades and the underworld. Uh-huh. It's so awesome. Oh, but, wow. Uh, so like a few of my friends were like, uh you know given ideas and saying you know i think this would translate well and uh i kind of developed a list i I listened to some of the i read a few of them and i listened to some of them on spotify like audiobooks of of stories um the one i i came back to was uh the lottery by shirley jackson it's just a really short story it's really dark really nasty um Mm -hmm. main character is tessie hutchinson who we met earlier (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like in my notebook, I'm like, this is the one. This is yeah. based on the lottery. It's got to be based on this really dark kind of atmospheric yuck, like uh, <laughs> telling of the human. Uh, it's about. It's about. It's. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's like right. Right. It's a. It's about this small farm town, and okay. one day a year, uh, they hold this lottery. Right. Okay. 
everybody just kind of shows up for it routinely like they're just yeah <laughs> you pick a card from a yeah. black box and if the card has a black dot on it yeah you stones to death oh wow okay <laughs> and they're like a superstitious group of people there's only 300 people in the town yeah yeah that sacrificing one human every summer uh-huh. is is keeping their crops plentiful is keeping uh-huh. the table is keeping everyone yeah. you know healthy and happy yeah so, yeah okay to me, i went with that because it was like um it, you know I, and i wanted to call the musical ritual because yeah. i think it speaks to how humans have this funny tendency to like just adhere to stuff without really questioning why right 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 yeah <laughs> like even if it's something harmful or evil yeah we are front and center like let's do it you know right 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 uh, it's kind of like what's uh going on right now you know uh, the division with uh the vaccine uh should people get it should people not get it you know it's like uh it's kind of like a whole other you know i'm, I'm kind of seeing it as being like they're making a huge division now because they're pushing the the people who aren't getting vaccinated like well, that's the reason why, you know, the sickness is never going anywhere. And then the people who don't want to get vaccinated, like, I'm not going to have the government tell me what I got to do with my own body. It's like this you total division it. of stuff. Right. Both sides hope, are inflaming each I other. I hope we figure it out soon because <laughs> I sure do. I sure do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, it, it feels really timely because of the division in our country with, with everything from, you know, your, whatever your politics are to the vaccine to, uh-huh. to the you know the systemic racism that our country was built off of like yeah like, so yeah for sure inflamed topics right now that are that are rooted i think in ritual you know right uh, right why this felt like i was excited to write um songs for it because the lottery to me uh the story doesn't feel Sadly, it doesn't feel too far removed from our own reality. We're not stoning people to death, but we <laughs> we're set in our ways in so many. Not uh, yet. <laughs> yeah. Give, it a- Give it some time. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So you had, uh, so you came up with uh, the story kind of went with that. And then uh, where do you even start with like music? <laughs> for, yeah. For um, well, story wise, it, it was, um, basically we follow the lottery as is like the, the story itself. So I, I did not write the story. We're, okay. we're basing it on a short, an existing short story from okay. the 1950s that Shirley Jackson wrote. She, um, and so we did, um, I did want to spin the ending a little bit because the ending is really just <laughs> like if, if we based it solely on the lottery, people would leave and be like, that was the most depressing, horrifying thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely wanted to, uh, I, I played with the ending a little bit, which is why we use the term based on the okay. lottery. Okay, yeah. Not uh-huh. retelling. We use character names and we use, you know, the general concept, but the ending, um, I tried to spin the ending in a little bit more of an affirmative way that would translate to a musical and, and have you not yeah. leave the yeah. show feeling <laughs> deflated <laughs> but uh the musical side of it was um I, I just keep going back to this black notebook because yeah last summer i i basically read the story reread it i have i have one of them as well it, it, doesn't, yeah. come, it doesn't come up on here because of the green screen but yeah same thing <laughs> there it is you move a certain way i see yeah <laughs> but yeah. same thing man i've been a an avid notebook collector since i was oh. I just have mountains of them and I write and I write and I write. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's what someone had, had once, uh, you know, told me when he's like, Hey man, you need to get like, even, even if it's a small little notepad or whatever, like you got ideas or, or something, jot them down. Cause you might not be able to use them now, but in the, in the future be like, Oh man, I, w- I had an idea back five years ago. I wish I could remember what it was. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> It's so cool to go back and look at them. I and sometimes you look and it's and it's crap, and you're like, "Wow, <laughs> oh yeah," really cool. you know. <laughs> but other yeah. times you're like, "Wait, that's cool." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just remember like uh, listing characters and thinking about you know how we could spin these characters and, and what type of a song would would someone like Mr. Summers have or like yeah. names from the story and and feeling out what their quirks might be and what their tendencies might be 
and yeah. and being like, all right, cool. This guy needs like a D minor waltz, like really bad. He needs like a three, four semi fancy, but, but haunting kind of vibe, you know, yeah. Or, yeah. or the townspeople, they need, they need to be primal. They need big drums. They need <laughs> yeah. Yeah. something <laughs> that represents their uniformity and their approach to life. So oh, um, nice. it started with that, w- with just, no songs whatsoever but just themes like uh-huh. feelings lady, yeah feelings mm-hmm. and emotions and like this yeah. lady and her daughter need something in, in b major yeah uh, a nylon string because it's <laughs> soft you know uh-huh. uh, so yeah. that's kind of how it all started and then um i think the first thing i wrote for it was it's funny you mentioned going back to old notebook <laughs> because yeah. there was a, a song for uh the reaganomics my current the band i'm currently playing with with the same guys from all yep. the band you before the but fab four demo, <laughs> right uh, i had a demo called he's a hipster and uh-huh. it's a song that never saw the light of day and it was like it was me being a total jerk about like what was one of the lines like he puts a lot of time into looking disheveled he's a hipster and it was like it was all about this guy who like worked really hard to look like a like a, a mess yeah like, who's brooklyn or something you yeah. Know, I don't know. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but the melody <laughs> from that song from he's a hipster became uh a melody that worked in the musical where i was like oh, okay. trying to think of a celebratory happy up-tempo almost punk influence yeah, yeah. Rock song. and uh-huh. that, that was the first song that was like, yo, I like the melody. It's got energy. Um, and then I asked one of my former students, Erica, who's like 24 now. I, yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm like, why are you so old? Why am I so old? Uh, <laughs> you know, hey, will you sing on this? I have a demo. I sang the scratch vocals, sent it to her. And when she sent it back, I was like, yo, we might, we might be onto something. Like, oh, yeah energy erica was the one that you just heard singing the song tessie hutchinson Tess, okay she, she plays tessie she's the lead in the show and she's been kind enough this whole time to be to listen to me and be like <laughs> sure i'll track that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> back and ever since then a lot of folks have shown up uh, via google drive and just shared and and volunteered their time uh-huh. on this and then they send me their vocals and i import them into the master and yeah you know that's how it's that's how it's all been going down oh wow so so how long have uh you been uh doing this for then it was like june 22nd 2020 i think so j- just over a year okay yeah and, uh, you, you, you said you're fi- it's finally coming like uh, all together now and yeah it's um the demo itself is is about an hour long it's the, the whole show runs about an hour and mm-hmm. everything is written for the show. So there's nothing left to be written. It might tweak some lyrics here and there. It might extend or shorten certain things, add little solo-y things or whatever, uh, or interludes. But yeah. the skeleton is done. And okay. uh, yeah. so we're in this process now where we're like, okay, who's going to do what? Can can this work on stage? Can we get a venue to host it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, you know, uh, how far along you or Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. the music and, and everything is set then uh, now you have to worry about the, the actual show part of it yeah exactly and um it, it's really now it's shareable which is cool <laughs> like i have the whole show so i can you know a few places uh punk punknews.org being one of them oh yeah uh, i'm gonna like review the the demo which i think okay. is a really generous thing considering yeah they don't do musicals <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> one yeah, guy yeah. wrote back and was like not from punk news but from another publication he was like i'll be honest it's not gonna be probably not my cup of tea but i'll write the review and i'm like oh do i want this guy review <laughs> <laughs> wait should i be second guessing this already <laughs> yeah so i'm like cool i guess uh we'll see what he has to say about it but uh yeah yeah it's that's that's where we're at now is i'm just trying to spread the word and um and uh-huh. trying to see who is going to be down to rehearse and practice, despite me not being able to pay anyone. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's DIY. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> fragile. And it's like, dude, 
Well, that's what we grew up knowing. Total DIY, you know, back back from the VFW shows and Cantigny Post. Dude, it's the same exact. Nothing has changed in that way. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Who, who's gonna lend their time? And who, you know, hopefully they enjoy it when they do. When they are generous enough to lend their time, and if they don't, they they right. can they can leave too. Like I'm yeah. not. You know, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I've been really grateful, man, that people yeah. have been like, sure, I'll really do good people do, doing, you know, helping you out. Like I was talking to a, a former student last night and she's like, I'll do this. I'm going to do this after work. And, mm-hmm. and then sure enough, 1130, I get like six emails with all these vocal tracks. And I'm yeah. like, girl, you didn't have to do that. Like, <laughs> I, you know, So I don't yeah. know. I'm very aware of the fact that people don't have to give this project the time of day. <laughs> and, well, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of a, you know, a shout out to you, you know, uh, these people uh, w- wanting to do this for you and, and it just shows you, you know, you're a good dude and <laughs> they want to do, uh, you know, all they can to help you and uh, help you w- with your uh, story here. Well, thanks, man. I, I, I appreciate it. And it's, it's been really fun. It's, yeah. but it, it couldn't happen without people just being kind. Like, Oh just, yeah. Sure, man. Give for me sure. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, uh, on, on the other end, then, um, have you did any, uh, work? I know I see, uh, sometimes, um, you guys, uh, coming together in Eddie's basement there, uh, doing so, some music and stuff. What, what is, what, what's that been? Yeah. Um, like, well, basically when we get down, uh, in Eddie's basement, it's, it's usually like, we had a show, a Reaganomics show, um, about a month ago. So we were kind of rehearsing for that. Oh, okay. Playing like the whole new Reaganomics, uh, album, the aging punk out now on Red Scare Industries. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just tightening up that album so we can do it live. And, right. uh, yeah. And, and Eddie's been, Eddie's been helping with the musical too, a lot. He's been having, um, our buddy Rick Portillo uh-huh. over, you know, we go way back and that dude, speaking of helpful and, and, and generous, yeah. just going to, he'll go to Eddie's house and, and track vocals all night and then send me a Google drive folder the next day. And I'm like, really, dude, this is awesome. Shout um, out to him <laughs> and to Eddie as well. Cause Eddie is like the host of all things musical, you know, yeah, yeah, all things. It's like that dude's <laughs> basement is hopping. And if he's not in the basement, he's an elder watching bands and, jamming yeah. with bands and you know yeah yeah that lives it and breathes it and it's yeah. just he's a yeah. well that's kind of what i felt with all you guys like man they just they just have an ear for it and they know how to it, it just comes across when you listen to anything you guys touch it seems <laughs> like what i mean he's been in so many so many kind of bands and stuff and maybe that's helped uh along the way you know with doing electric bison death or <laughs> the hidden walls and <laughs> just everything i was gonna drop an electric bison death but now we both have and i'm really <laughs> glad both of us have said electric bison death today. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah eddie um yeah re- recording it and, and helping you out and yeah for sure Definitely. Total. it's always fun so yeah uh so the the future of um everything for you coming up with this uh show putting it all together and uh being able to perform it soon at a a a stage (laughs) yeah um yeah the plan right now is um try to get a couple reviews up and just try to spread the word and Uh uh, and cast it you know a big one is just getting people who we can count on to, to rehearse and to take time out of their lives to actually commit to it. Um, that's really what it's about right now. And uh, we do so any, have, so anyone listening. <laughs> yes. If you know someone with acting or singing or any type of experience, we have the instrumental side pretty much figured out. Uh-huh. Um, so we aren't really looking for um, instrumentalists, but we are looking for like ensemble members who can, who can, learn their own harmony part and, and, and sing it, uh, despite many textural weird things coming at them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have choir experience, that's a big plus. Um, but if you're yeah. have acting experience too, or just like, you know, theatrical performance or singing, uh, that's what we're trying to build right now is right. the ensemble who lives on stage. Um, the stage family. Have... <laughs> I'm sorry. A stage family. <laughs> yes, exactly. Some folks that want to like get down a few, times you know yeah. and rehearse. so uh that's that is the next step we're hoping by um 
by spring of 2022. So like May, uh, maybe late spring, early summer to yeah. like actually have it debut and, and do it live and, um, and see where it goes from there. Oh, wow. That'll be huge. <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope that, um, at, we can at least just knock it out live. I, that, yeah. that would, it's, it feels really far away. Um, but right, right, also, right. like, you know what, dude, we've, we've done wacky things before we've done things. <laughs> You've come before. this far. <laughs> right. Like things that shouldn't have worked, but worked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, right. You know, that's the mentality you got to adopt is like, you know what? Yes, we can. And yeah. Uh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Blatant <laughs> Obama uh, reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, shoot. Uh, we've, uh, yeah, been uh, on here for uh, at least an hour now. Um, is there uh, any anything else you, uh, you want to drop or anything uh, you want to get out there? Not really. Um, I, I guess, where, what is it? The, uh, if you are interested in the musical or anything, you know, uh, even just seeing the progress and what's happening, uh-huh. we're on Instagram at ritual underscore the underscore musical. Um, and you can find us there with updates. Um, but yeah, otherwise I, I play in the Reaganomics as well. If you like, if you musicals aren't your cup of tea as that uh, <laughs> reviewer said, uh, <laughs> yeah. on Instagram at the underscore Reaganomics, um, not to be confused with the cover, the eighties cover band <laughs> that people always think we are, but we are not. People will be like, Hey, uh, are you going to be in Cleveland? Like I I'm having like a bachelor part and we're like, we're not that. We get that a lot. And it's very funny. And I wonder if it's horribly frustrating for the real Reaganomics. But... <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, who are these <laughs> yeah. I seen you guys out in Chicago and uh... right. oh, that, was, that was the other way. <laughs> very different vibes between the two Reaganomics. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah um other other than that man we're um i i want to thank you for having me and for, oh yeah this has been awesome I, I totally wanted to have you on here and um this presented itself so yeah i was totally awesome with this definitely much appreciated man thank you all right well terry i will let you uh enjoy the rest of your day and uh um i'll be keeping my uh ears open for uh the the musical and uh checking it out and uh, you know spreading the word awesome man thank you so much i really appreciate it master <laughs> oh yeah and also we're going to be ending um playing another track from it this one's called the villagers and mr warner and uh everybody listen to it and uh if you think you have the chops and uh, want to be part of it get a hold of mr morrow and uh <laughs> and uh heck yeah make it happen awesome sounds good man thank you so much All right. Thanks for hanging with Monster. (laughs) Yeah. Later. (laughs) Later. Superstitious, pernicious, representative coot 
Listening to a monster production. <laughs> yeah. I've been, yeah, dude, I, I listen to, I've listened to like every episode, man. So like, it's oh, really sweet. being on because I've, I'm just a <laughs> listener. Like, I've always, you get always, to see all the magic behind that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's cool. And by the way, you just like, you just decided I'm fucking doing this. That's what's up. That's what every person should do. Is like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking get the mixer. I'm gonna get yeah. this shit. And I'm yeah. gonna try it out. And like, yeah. you're doing a kick-ass job, man. 